Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Bitcoin sinks below 40000 and the world is celebrating because the most successful investors buy when everyone else is selling, and they sell when everyone else is buying. Because cryptocurrency is a risky investment, you as an investor need a fully secure digital money platform, and that's what we give you with My Digital Money, MDM for short. MDM uses unparalleled military-grade cold storage for your cryptos, which is also fully insured. Because this was created by Colin Plume, CEO of American-based Noble Gold, when you reach customer service, you'll be able to understand what they're telling you english spoken here mdm will help you open and maintain your crypto ira so go to their website mydigitalmoney.com digital currency is a new and very speculative market it is risky no outcome can be predicted with any investment is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors my digitalmoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest you have enough to worry about let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. Welcome, glad you could join us. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And uh, we've been doing this for quite a while now. And it's uh, always a privilege and a pleasure to come before you. Just want to remind everybody, uh, if you're in the San Diego area, stop in. See us at uh, Hear the Watchman Conference, 16th to the 19th. Uh, And if you're catching this kind of in midstream, well, just get us by uh, visual. Yeah, that's right. You can do a live stream or you could do the recorded live stream and you can take 20% off with the coupon code DAVE20. I don't get anything for this, by the way, folks. I just want to make that available to you. And I said, throw a discount in. And Jeannie and Mike did. And uh, great guests. They've got uh, Lisa Haven. Oh, my gosh. Lisa Haven and her husband are going to be there. It's going to be so fantastic. Lisa and I are friends. We're actually both from Arizona. We live probably about 40 miles away from each other. And uh, we've known each other for years and years and years and years. Jamie Walden's going to be there. And you hear Jamie on this show quite a bit. Um, so, Pastor Paul Begley. So, it's going to be terrific, folks. You really want to check it out. HearTheWatchman.com. You can find out more about it. Anyway, we all know that schools are becoming not factories of education, but factories of indoctrination. And we've done a little bit of coverage here on critical race theory, where we're teaching kids to hate each other because of uh, skin color, rather than living out the... uh, (laughs) Whoever thought Martin Luther King would be considered to be too conservative, right? But uh, his creed, judge people by the content of their character, not by the color of their skin. 
Uh, well, now we have to judge people by the color of their skin, and character doesn't matter. In fact, color determines character. That's critical race theory. But also there's something else that was brought to my attention by some new friends of mine from Prescott, Arizona, where I got to speak a few weeks ago, and they were telling me about social-emotional learning. And I had never heard of this, but it's come to Arizona. Oh, my gosh, our kids are going to get polluted with this, too. And um, I put out an all call. And I said, if any of you out there know about social-emotional learning, have any experience with it, I'd like to hear from you. And so a, a lady from Gary, Indiana, named Tracy South, answered the call. She said, we know all about it. So we have Tracy with us on the Newsmaker line. Tracy, thanks so much for joining us. And I'm really glad that uh, we were able to cross paths because I'm still not getting a lot of response to social-emotional learning. Uh, How long ago did you encounter this? Thank you for having me on, Dave. I heard about it in August of 2019. So just a little over two years ago. Yes, sir. Okay, and you've got you've got kids that were in the system, I would assume. Yes, sir. How old? Uh, at the time or now? Oh, how old are they now? They are eleven and ten. They're in and sixth 10. and fifth grade this year. Oh my gosh! So they were getting to these kids early. Okay, so um, tell us as much as you want us to know about the school, the school district. Uh, we know you're in Gary, Indiana. What can you tell us about the the school and the school district before we launch into this? Well, first of all, let me clarify, please. We're not exactly in Gary. That is not our school district. Um, We're near there, but that's not our school district. Um, I'll start off, I'll be fair to the school. When I did my research in August of 2019, I did discover that we as parents dropped the ball a little bit. It was voted on by the school district, and it was all public record in their their meeting minutes that are made public. Um, But let me go back a little bit. We were asked, we residents were asked to vote in November of 2018, a property tax increase for a new school, excuse me, a school roof on my children's elementary school. And we had two elementary schools in the district and it was voted down. So that was November of 2018, and in about May of 2019, the parents were notified. We were basically told, well, because you voted down this roof, whatever, um, we don't have the money to educate your children, and therefore three things are going to happen. Number one, the two elementary schools are going to merge, and they were merged into my children's school. Uh, number two, because of that, and because of that, the fifth graders were going to be put in the middle school to make room for double the students. And as of August 2020 or August 21, we would no longer have bus service in the school district. And so when we went back to school in August of 19, um, we traditionally had orientation, met the teachers, brought in school supplies, that sort of thing. And we walked in. Of course, there's no construction on a roof. I noticed that. No preparing for it, no roof, nothing. And I'm in my daughter's classroom, third grade at the time, and I'm her teacher and whatnot, and I'm looking at her 
her uh, class schedule that was posted on the wall, and I happened to notice that there was something called S-E-L, Sam, Echo, Larry. And I thought, okay, what was that? So I asked the teacher about it, and now in fairness to her, this was her first year in our school district. She was brand new. She said, that's for us to teach children how to be a friend. Well, that didn't quite sit well with me, or it didn't sit right with me, maybe I should say. So I started asking, well, can you tell me a little bit more? And she got a bit snippy with me, and she said, if you want to know more than that, you can go on the Indiana Department of Education, and all the information will be there. Well, I did. Um... I don't know, Dave, how far do you want me to go with No, this? you're do doing fine. Going? Yeah, you're, you're, you're telling us how this can happen, and and uh, parents need to be vigilant all the way through uh, their kids' education. you got to pay attention to what the board does. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. And again, that's where my husband and I dropped the ball, in fairness to the school district. But then I don't believe it's fair that they told us, you know, this was for a roof, and the roof never happened and that sort of thing, all of that. Uh, plus, it turned out that they weren't being moved, the fifth graders were not being moved to the middle school to make room for extra students, but instead it was to make room for an entire wing of uh, licensed psychologists. And so what SEL turned out to be was a weekly um, group therapy session in the classroom. You know, one day a week the kids would get gym, one day music, art, and so forth. And interestingly enough, they canceled library. They got they were supposed to get library once a week, but they canceled that and put in this, one of these psychologists would come into my children's classroom and hold a therapy session. That's interesting. And so instead of going to the library, they were getting therapy? Yes. What kind yeah. of therapy? Uh, they were being asked, my son, my fourth grade son at the time, was told that they were all lined up against the wall, and the psychologist, uh, the first three questions on the first day were, how many of your parents smoke, how many of your parents own guns, and how many of your parents <laughs> cut you in the wrong place? Oh, wait a minute, wait, are you talking, this is, is this the KGB slash CPS? <laughs> Contingent? Along those lines. Oh my yes, gosh. sir, I guess you could say that. <laughs> and interestingly enough, if this matters, this happened in my son's fourth grade class, but not my daughter's. It did not, that, that did not happen on my daughter's first day. How, so how I don't old know was your daughter the at the time? Graders. I'm sorry, say that How old was your daughter at the, at the time? She was in third grade that year. So they did it with the fourth grade, but not the third grade? Correct, yes, okay. sir. All right. Wow. So smoking, touching you inappropriately, and what was that? There was a third thing in there. Guns. Oh, yeah, of course. Guns, the big of one. Course, yes. Dave. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did they say, hey, Uncle Joe wants to know? Um, <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> unbelievable. Um, and these kids won't know any difference. So, he, yeah, my dad has a 12 gauge. Don't come near the door without knocking first. Yeah, I, Precisely. I, I can hear it now. Touch you inappropriately. Unbelievable. Um, did uh, what? Did the school board ask permission to do this to the kids? 
I don't care what the curriculum said. Did they ask the individual parents permission to do this to the kids? Uh, no, other than voting it in the school district, I have no knowledge of that. I would, my husband and I were not notified. We, in fact, if we weren't involved parents that said, you know, hey, how was your day? And let me check your homework. We didn't know it, never known anything about it. My gosh. Um, I guarantee you when they passed this legislation in the school board, when they said, okay, we're going to put this into the curriculum, there was nothing in there that said, we're going to ask you if you touch your kids in inappropriate places and how many guns you have. I guarantee that wasn't in there. So what they passed was deceptive. Did you ever go back and check how that read when they passed it? Yes, sir, but forgive me, it's been two years. I don't remember, Do you remember the gist exactly of it? what the minutes uh, Yes, yes. Okay, this is not mandatory in every county, or excuse me, every school district in Indiana. It's, it's the individual choice of each school district. And what it says is if they feel they need it, if they, if they take a, not exactly a survey, an observation of the students in the school, mm-hmm. and they notice, like, students who are having trouble, quote-unquote, having trouble learning or um, emotionally, I don't want to say disturbed, um, you know, almost like things are going on at home. Yeah, did, did they say, like, we're going to make sure you're not abusing your kids? Something along those lines, yes. Maybe wow. not in those words, but yes. That would have, if I would have known that, that would have been the last day of school for my kid there. Um, you know what I would have done? And, and, and just we'll use this as a backdrop for our next question. But um, I tend to be those one of those people that in these issues I can be very confrontational. And I might have made an appointment with the superintendent, gone in and said, uh, um, how old were you when your parents first felt you up? That's probably the first thing I'd have said to him. <laughs> How many times did your dad shoot his gun off in city limits? Um, I mean, those are the kinds of things I would have said. That well, what, what? And um, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, well, Dave, if you get, do you want to go on to your next question, or should I interject something? No, go ahead and interject. Okay, thank you. We did not like this one bit, and we made it our mission to get our children. We thought at the time um, at least out of that class. Now, um, when we did find out that the fifth graders were going to middle school, you know, my son was right on the verge, and we decided that for fifth grade, we were going to homeschool him for that reason. Um, So we figured we'd get the kids out of the class, let them ride out the school year, and then homeschool my son for fifth grade. Um, But we did exactly what you said. We started setting up meetings. I guess if if everything has a blessing or a silver lining or something like that, um, it was good that my kids were in third and fourth grade because, again, being an involved parent, you know, bringing cupcakes to class and um, (laughs) things like that, you know, I I got to know the staff at the school. I was on a first-name basis with the principal and the teachers and things like that. So I was able to set up a meeting with the principal, I was on a first name basis. They had already had one licensed psychologist on the um, 
on the premises, come to think of it, since my son was in kindergarten, which would have been 2015, if I remember correctly, I was on a first-name basis with her, so um, set up a meeting with the principal. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time we got a lawyer fortunately we found out that there's a constitutional lawyer in our little town in indiana um we met with him and in fairness to the school when i talked to the head psychologist she said that the curriculum is um uh, the only word that I can think of right now is transparent, that the uh, the parents are welcome to, to drop by any time and see, look, look at it for themselves. So initially I told the kids, you go to class, you do what you're supposed to do and let, you know, you guys are still little, let me and daddy fight this out. So what was happening was the psychologist very kindly emailed me the weekly curriculum for my husband and I's approval. So I thought I thought that was very reasonable uh, them until we could, reasonable. Mm-hmm. until we could meet with the lawyer and the principal and so forth. Okay. Um, were you aware of anything that came out of this like 
uh, a psychologist heard something from a kid and it triggered a CPS report or a police report. Did you, did you, were you aware of anything like that happening as a result? No, I am not. But that being said, this was the school year of the pandemic. So um, we were only in school from August to March. I did not, the first week of March, I did not um, hear anything in that time frame. But we did pull, pull our kids out of school when the pandemic hit the U.S. in March of 2020. That was kind of our last straw. Um, you know how sickness goes through the public school. My kids were sick all through, you know, lice and pink eye. And the school couldn't keep my kids healthy when there wasn't a pandemic. So when it hit the U.S., my husband and I are like, okay, how are they going to keep 800 kids, you know, double the students well? And so about a week before our governor shut the schools down, we we withdrew them and started homeschooling them. Okay. Uh, let me ask you about homeschool here. Let's take a detour sure. for a second, and then we'll come back to this. How difficult, what kind of obstacles and challenges? Just tell us about setting up homeschool. How, how is it? Thank you for asking, Dave. I'd love to. Check with your each individual state. Okay, each state is different. But to my fellow Indiana parents, we are still very blessed to live in the state of Indiana. The only requirements in Indiana is that we put in 180 days, 180 that is, and keep up with their English. Other than that, if your kid is interested in art or you want to teach them a foreign language or what, you know, go for it. And, and you know what? I would venture to say this is first opinion. If you had a decent education, um, it, especially elementary age students, it, it is a piece of cake to teach elementary school. Okay. Um, did you network? Is that with where you parents? were going? Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's important to parents. See, parents think that they have to be an expert in everything to homeschool. Yeah. And, and so that really is a deterrent for them. And so you said that it was relatively easy to do. Did, do you get, did you get supplemental materials that kind of walked you through the how to teach your kids about this or that? Yes, sir. Now you asked me several questions there. Uh, first of all, we were in that boat. Okay. We were ready to pull our kids out and homeschool in August of 2019. Um, knowing how downhill the public school system was going. And that's what kept us from doing it. Oh, my gosh, I'm not a teacher. Am I going to mess my kid up? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and and th- stop and think about it for a minute. With us pulling our kids out on or about March 1st, we were mid-school year, and I had to come up with a curriculum on the fly. Well, what made the most sense to me is, again, being an evolved parent, I knew what my children were learning in public school, so it seemed to me that you just pick up. For example, in third grade, my daughter was learning her multiplication table. So, okay, make sure she learned her multiplication table by the end of the school year like she would have in public school. So that's how I, and I, and then I thought of little other things like, okay, what am I going to do for history? Well, they're in fourth and third grade. Why don't I go ahead and teach them the states and the capitals and, and where each state is? It, it's pretty easy to start figuring this stuff out. 
Now, part two, I think part two kind of answers the rest of your question. Yes, we go with Bob Jones University out of Green Bay, and I would highly recommend it to anybody. Yes, we purchase some uh, curriculum material. And if you are afraid, are you, if you are still um, hesitant because you don't think you're qualified to be a teacher, in the teacher's manual, it walks you through everything. It lists all the questions that you should ask the kids, like what they read. They read a chapter in their history book. It lists all the questions you should ask the kid. It names all the assignments. It gives the tests. Ever, it is so easy. The hardest part, if if you have more than one child, is the organization. Um, we have chosen since you know there are people out there that don't believe in homeschool, and we're talking about the CPS thing and everything. My husband and I decided to dot all our eyes and cross all our T's. I keep an attendance book. I make up a, a report card, and we had our kids standardized tested. So the hardest part, I would say, is trying to organize your day to get two days of, of classes in with two kids. And I personally, like if I give them a spelling test, at the end I have to stop what I'm doing and, and record the grade in my, in my report card. I find that easiest for myself to mm-hmm. stay on track. But I would say that that is the hardest part in elementary school. So with regard to the standardized testing, you probably had to go back to the school district to get that taken, correct? No, sir. The Bob Jones offers, um, the, they use Iowa, the Iowa assessment apparently is world accepted, actually. Yes. Yes. So my kids took the Iowa assessment this past May, and there's also a critical thinking logic um, standardized test called COGAT, C-O-G-A-T, and we had our children take that one as well. Okay, and so are you happy with the results that you've received from homeschooling? Thank you for asking, Dave. If I could brag on my children for a moment. Um, My children scored above average on the Iowa assessment. Yes, their weakest subject was history. Um, My son got 100% on math computation and economics. And on the COGAT, the critical thinking test, um, apparently they rate that. Any any child in the United States, any school-age child in the United States can take that test. And they, they grade, they group them by grade level, so let's say my son in fifth grade, they take all the fifth graders' um, scores and they rank them like you graduate high school. And I am proud to say that my son came in eighth, and we're talking public, private, and homeschool children, and my daughter came in either 13th or 16th or something like that. Grade level? So, yes, homeschool oh works. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, listen, I, I know I've seen the aggregate results from a lot of areas. Uh, but that for your daughter, too, that's really dramatic. Thank you. Thank that you. I have very smart children. Stunning. I'm proud. Yeah, but the thing is, too, is you've also provided them with a, a learning environment. And um, d- what did they do for standardized testing uh, when they were in in the public school there in your in your in your town? 
it started and it goes from third to eighth grade excuse me and what they would do is it would be in school probably very much like you and i did dave um where we took uh, the in our state to die step and they take it right in the classroom for about a week or so during the school year yeah, you know, the thing that really bothered me and that I've seen in standardized testing in public schools is that uh, they should all be using the Iowa basic skills. And that's, so? that's what I had as a, as a kid. But what these school districts do is they go out and they get this test for five years and they have no validity and reliability measures for the kids they're testing. And then when they finally start to get those and they get a test that's somewhat decent after they've tweaked it, then they change the test again. And then again, and again, and it's always the new flavor of the month, so to speak. And it, it's a joke. Rather than sticking to what we know works, they're always trying to reinvent the wheel. You know, Dave. Now that you mention that, um, since my kids took the Iowa assessment that's past May, research on it. And yes, you are correct. Over the last ten years, even Iowa assessment has gone Common Core. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I would highly recommend this Kaga. I, I really would. How do you spell that? Uh, C is in Charlie. O is in Orange. G is in Greg. A is in Adam. T is in Tom, and it's an acronym. It's Cogat. Okay. I've made a note here on this. Um, with regard to to getting started, though in homeschooling okay let's just walk through the mechanics because parents are going to be wondering listen i'm on record i've said this already if your kids are in a public school and unless you know them to be exceptional and they're not doing all this nonsense uh indoctrination programs but if you want to take your kids out i said uh your kids will be better off they'll be better adjusted socially they will do much better academically and they won't be exposed to all the perversion that's coming into the schools i don't just mean from student to student i mean the curriculum so um okay you made the decision we're taking our children out of the school walk us through the mechanics the time frame how you get set up how you get started how long it takes i think that depends on the parent how um how in-depth you want to go. Again, you can make it nice. So this year was nice and easy. Um, back in June, I just uh, went on the Bob Jones website and ordered all the workbooks for each subject. Um, again, back in March of 2020, it was kind of on the fly, and it was literally overnight. We decided we were going to pull the kids out of school, so the next day I had to... Um, know what I was going to teach at 8 o'clock the next morning. Mm -hmm. and, and as I said, I thought, well, okay, my daughter's learning how to multiply. You know, where are they in their English? I believe the next thing that made sense to me, they were going through the parts of speech, so I did adverbs and independent clauses for English. And then I came up with a state idea for history. Things like that. So your transition for you, <clears throat> excuse me, and your children was pretty immediate. It was almost uh, yes, sir. The, the next day kind of thing. Like they'd never missed a day it, of school. It literally was, okay. yes. Because I picked up my kids from school. We were going to go to the grocery store when I picked them up. And we're driving to the grocery store after school, and they're coughing in the back seat. 
and the virus is hitting the United States. So I started asking them questions, you know, hey, how many of your classmates are sick? Are your teachers sick? You know, and and I'm like, you know what, this just isn't going to (laughs) work. And fortunately, again, you have to check with your individual state. Every state is different. But again, in Indiana, we are so lucky. All I had to do was write a quick withdrawal letter. I wrote up a formal letter, you know, did all the formal formatting and everything, and said we're withdrawing the kids for the next day, and they were out of school the next day. Okay. Were they glad to see you go? No, they they begged me again. I was on the first name a first name basis with the principal. She actually begged me to keep my kids in in public school. Hmm. Get rid of the perversion, lady. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's funny. Right? My, uh, yeah, my my son went through public school. Um, well, from seventh grade to twelfth. But I have to tell you, if we were in involved in education with him now, my wife and I were talking about this the other night, there's no way he would see a public school. I'm sure you've seen the videos out there where these crazy teachers are just going off with their liberal rants and not yeah. teaching. Have you, have you seen those videos on TV? I have. Yes, sir. Did you, did you find anything similar at your school? No, not not that blatant. Now, we did have a situation, now that you ask, when my daughter was in second grade. Um, apparently, she had an immigrant student from Korea, and she was so little, she couldn't tell me if it was North or South Korea. And President Trump was president. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And then at the time, and apparently they got to talking a little group of girls in the classroom and um, they started arguing with each other and leave it to my daughter she pops up and says I can say whatever I want it's a free country and the the little Korean girl pops up and says no it's not President Trump is president you don't have a free country anymore and the teacher stepped in and told them that they that that was inappropriate classroom talk. And I thought to myself, the Constitution is inappropriate class. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I got some bad news for you, Tracy. What's that? At the National Archives, they have put a dangerous content warning on the Constitution of the Bill of Rights. So you're looking to thank someone special for helping you get through the year. Noble Gold has the perfect gift. It's a four-coin set of rare, solid 24-karat gold, Augusta St. Gaudens Lady Liberties. These impressive coins are bullion-grade proofs authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the current American Eagle design. They're not making any more. Only 20 left. Buy two sets. It'll cost you less than $10,000, and you'll be gifted a free Apollo 11 coin. Discover more. By calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. 
Bitcoin sinks below 40000 and the world is celebrating because the most successful investors buy when everyone else is selling, and they sell when everyone else is buying. Because cryptocurrency is a risky investment, you as an investor need a fully secure digital money platform, and that's what we give you with My Digital Money, MDM for short. MDM uses unparalleled military-grade cold storage for your cryptos, which is also fully insured. Because this was created by Colin Plume, CEO of American-based Noble Gold, when you reach customer service, you'll be able to understand what they're telling you. English spoken here. MDM will help you open and maintain your crypto IRA, so go to their website, mydigitalmoney.com. Digital currency is a new and very speculative market. It is risky. No outcome can be predicted with any investment is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors. My digitalmoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest you have enough to worry about let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service oh no i kid you not i well, do a podcast on this this week oh no well that would go along with what you're saying about the fbi warnings and whatnot that you've been putting out lately <laughs> well, it, it's About all part of the com- people. It's yeah, just part of the communist takeover. This is what right. they do. The FBI is the new KGB. Yes, it's just, it's just I'm going to be honest. Hey, listen, I've had friends that have been in the. I went to college with a girl and introduced her to her husband. They named a kid after me, and and she was in the FBI for thirty years, and she retired. She couldn't take it anymore, and I said, "What's wrong?" She goes. They're all a bunch of communists. They don't respect the Constitution. Oh she said they're a bunch of bullies. And she said maybe 20% of them that are left over are good guys, but they're just waiting for retirement. And that was her judgment oh. of this organization. And I can wow. tell you, I know firsthand, I have friends in DHS. I have a real close friend in mm-hmm. DHS. And they're purging conservative members of that agency. They don't have to do yeah. anything wrong. But they're purging them because they're conservative. They're being told your values don't line up with America. You're disloyal to America. See, if you disagree with Biden, you're disloyal to America. Right. Right. I'm afraid for my children. In fact, my husband and I had a conversation a couple years ago. Um, You know, obviously, they won't grow up in the America that we grew up in. And I had a thought. I said, is it better that this happens when they're little and they don't know any better? Or if they are old enough where they can lose it themselves, is that is that clear? Does that? Yeah, I, I understand completely. That and, well, that's a that's a really good question, and I'm afraid I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> I think it would cause more consternation for a child to get used to one system, and then the system dramatically changes overnight. I think that'd be very yeah. difficult for young kids to deal with. Sure, especially in in our case where we had the freedoms, and then that's what you lost. I would think so, too. Yeah, it is. I want to ask you another question here that I, I'm sure. concerned about, and just and just popped into my head. Um, yeah. The school kids are all going to have to be vaccined if Biden gets his way, and I think he's going to get his way because he's bribed the judges, and I literally mean bribed. He made them and their families exempt from any vaccine mandates. Oh. Totally. So he's bribing the judges to give him favorable rulings for his unconstitutional acts. So do you have any feeling about whether or not homeschool kids are going to be required to be vaccinated? No, I'm not even going to attempt to answer that question, Dave. Forgive me. You're going to need to deal with it soon, though. Listen, you're going to have to deal with this very soon. I know. I know. You cannot walk on the fence on this. Let me give you an indicator, I think. Around various states, 
California, Oregon, Washington, just to name three. If you're a remote worker, it doesn't matter. They're making you get vaccinated. No kidding. Yeah, and I think that there's an analogy there to homeschooling. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Well, let me say this, Dave. Even before this pandemic, it was policy in our school district that from middle school up, which at the time would have been sixth grade. Now, of course, it's fifth grade, as I mentioned. But from sixth grade up, our superintendent wanted each child um, to get the flu vaccine before. And I always wondered, why not the, the elementary age students? So before all this nonsense came about with the, with the SEL, um, my husband were, and I were already aware that when my son entered sixth grade and went into middle school, we had planned on going to the school board meetings and, and fighting the flu shot. Wow. So vaccine at any cost? Yes, I guess so. Yeah, there's. I'm going to tell you what's really upsetting, and this is going to apply to kids as well, too. There are some people who have health conditions that should not get a vaccine of any type. Yeah. And um, I know a guy who took the vaccine that's now being mandated, and uh, he had a near-death experience from it. And his specialist and his primary say, you can't take another one. You could die. In fact, you probably will die. He's tried to get the CDC to rule on giving him an exemption that his doctors have written exemption notes for. And the CDC won't even respond to him. So if they're doing this to a private citizen who tried to follow the rules, that's why I'm saying you're going to be dealing with this. They they don't care if you die. Everyone's going to get vaccinated. Uh, yes, Dave, I'm aware of that. And my husband is in the same boat as your friend. He has, if you've ever heard of ankylosing spondylitis. Uh-huh, yes. It, uh, yep. Uh, yep. Yes. So he feels he can't get the, not that he wants it, but he feels he can't get it because it would be dangerous to him. Yeah. Or dangerous for him. Forgive my bad English, and I'm teaching my children. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, it's interesting. There's... Um, tests that you can run to to determine from your spike protein levels whether or not you should take the vaccine and i'm being very serious and in fact this information is being suppressed obviously by the current medical authorities because they want everyone to take the vaccine but i've had this confirmed from a number of sources uh including toxicologists who aren't even doctors the frontline doctors i've interviewed their uh, chief attorney twice and this is pretty standard and we can tell who should not take this vaccine and it's considered to be malpractice in some states now if you're administering a test to find out who shouldn't take it. Oh, no kidding. Thank yeah, you for sharing that. This is a yeah. See, I'm telling you this because out there parents are listening and go, homeschooling sounds good to me. But folks, you're not going to escape everything that you're taking your kids out of school for. You know, If you think you're going to escape the vaccine, think again. And even if you could shield your kids through school, at some point in time, they're going to have to go into a grocery store or go to a job. Right. Right. So it's, um, and, and I got to tell you, I am so upset today because I, I just thought, okay, this mandate from dictator Biden, it's so mm-hmm. unconstitutional. It'll never stick. Never. Until I found out he exempted Congress so he could get favorable rulings. He exempted court, uh, the courts and their families. Why do their families get special treatment? Now, I right. think, honestly, 
there's a 14th Amendment issue there that you have to be treated the same under the law for all people. But if mm-hmm. it's the judge is being favored, well, they're not going to rule against themselves. Well, I, I was reading somewhere, I think, Thursday, that he exempted the entire executive. Now, I wondered what that meant. Oh, I guess president, vice president. The White House. The, the White House staff is exempt, too. Okay. Yeah, so do as we say, but we're not going to do what we're telling you to do. Right. Right. Unflipping believable. That's that's all I got to say. <laughs> and this is for a death rate of about 1.2%. Oh, has it gotten that high? It's that high, yeah. Well, that's if you include their bogus statistics. In other words, if you go into the hospital and you got four conditions, and one of them just happens to be COVID, it doesn't matter if you die of kidney yeah. failure, they're still putting it down as COVID. Yes. So it's it's going to be... It's going to be an issue, and, and I guarantee you, you're going to fall under these child statutes, too. If you're oh, providing right. uh, a service for anybody, you have to be vaccinated by Biden's dictate. Oh, so, is that what he said? Yes. If you're like a, you're working in a nursing home, if you're working uh, in any kind of service industry, that would include Costco, too. I mean, you're talking some of your businesses, too. Um, yeah. I'm sure it applies to homeschool educators like parents. It's just a matter of time till they roll all this out. This was meant to be right. an all-encompassing order. He didn't come out and say everybody will get vaccinated, but the way he set it up, everybody will have to get vaccinated or be right. in non-compliance with the law. So, but interestingly enough, if you turn your computer on, you know how you get that news feed. Yeah. Okay, I noticed on Thursday that the way the the mainstream media was uh, presenting it was that it'll it'll allow 100 million Amer- more Americans to get vaccinated. Okay, no comment. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. No, okay. You know, this president has done nothing but lie and lie. And he's, you know, I said this in the campaign. I was talking to a couple Democrats who are sick of Trump. And I said, okay, I understand that. He can be quite bodacious, but listen to Harris and Biden. They're saying what they're going to do to you. They're not saying one word about what they're going to do for you. And they have lived out that edict here in, uh, we're taking your cars. You're going to be energy compliant. You're going to have zero carbon. We're going to change your diet. We're going to do climate change, whether we have the science or not. And you're going to take the vaccines, whether we can prove they're, they're accurate or not. So it's just absolutely insane what is happening in this country here. We have gone through a complete communist takeover. So that leads me to another question about homeschooling. The materials for homeschooling, comparing to when you were a child the same age, are these homeschooling materials pro-American, anti-American, neutral? How would you classify them? Pro. My When, when we decided to homeschool our children, the one request that my husband made was that we pick a his, history-rich curriculum he was concerned about the lack of history that our children were getting in sure. the public school system and let me tell you dave their their history curriculum again at bob jones university this is the one we're using so i can only speak for them but um they were teaching things that my husband and i never learned 
in public school and I was bouncing out of bed in the in the morning last school year, I, I couldn't wait to get to that history class because it was fascinating me. Interesting. Well, I don't know if you've heard this or not, but in several school districts, um, these uh, despots won't even teach no, about 9-11. And the reason is, yeah. is because we might offend a Muslim. Well, no one's saying all Muslims did this. There were 19 that did it. Not all. That's ridiculous. But they're not teaching 9-11. And, uh, and you know, I, the reason why is because they don't want people to be patriotic. All right. Disgusting. Yeah, so what about the homeschool curriculum as far as patriotism go? What, what have you found? Uh, I know it's Bob Jones, but what, would you say it's patriotic? For the 10 millionth time. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think how to add. I mean, you're using the word patriotic. Um, I can say this. My daughter's curriculum for fourth grade last year took her from the colonies to 1900 with the Spanish-American War. So she was she was studying America, the Industrial Revolution, and mm-hmm. all that kind of fun stuff. Okay. My son did um, the 20th century. So, of course, he started in America. We went through the 20s and the stock market crash. But, of course, it had to bra- branch out into Germany and, and so forth. So I'm not sure I'm answering your question, but it's the best answer I can give you. It, well, I'll give you. Well, first of all, we got to take a quick break, and we're way yeah. late. So let me jump into this real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the, the the story of education here is so interesting to me that we did kind of blow by the break. But listen to me, we are in deep, deep trouble. Um, People say, I know I need to prep, Dave. I don't trust the Biden administration. They want us to eat bugs and lab meat and stuff, and that's it. That's in the public record, and we don't want to do that. And I say, good, buy storable food. Get some seeds along with it. Learn to become your own gardener. Okay, Dave, I will, and they keep putting it off. Here's the bottom line, folks. The supply chain is broken. The meatpacking plants still are not open. That's by design. Millions of cattle have been slaughtered as a result, and food shortages are appearing, particularly in the areas of meat and dairy. Okay, so you say, okay, well, okay, maybe I should get start getting started. Well, let me increase your urgency. Uh, we're about ready to pass $3.5 trillion of pork. A lot of it will take away health benefits from Medicare about what medicines will be covered, but that's not bad enough. Okay, there's also limitations on food, and there's taxes on food, and that's going to make food more unavailable. And when this kicks in and hits the economy, I believe we're going to hyperinflate. We're close now. And once we hyperinflate, your money in the bank will be worth nothing, and you won't be buying any prepping material at all. So you have a real narrow window right now to do what I'm about to tell you to do. One is you must get storable food. We use the best company, MPS, 25-year shelf life, restaurant quality. There's a good sale, and it's not going to habituate you to the same food. There's lots of diversity. Preparewithdave.com. That's one. Number two, you have assets to protect. You don't have to be a millionaire. But if you stay in the system, you're going to lose everything. And that's the design. The World Economic Forum has told you, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Well, I don't know that I agree with that formula. So how about you protect what you have and still remain happy? And that's why you want to call the good people at Noble Gold. And they do a lot more than gold. I went from advertiser to customer. 
I do both for them now, but I am one of their customers, and I'm very happy with what I did. And the number to call is 877-646-5347. It's 877-646-5347. And with the bull crap coming out of Biden, with his uh, Politburo dictates recently telling us that we must all get vaccinated, he doesn't care about the science, you're going to do it no matter what, and people are going to rise up. And when people rise up, they're going to shut down the cell phones, they're going to shut down the internet. And I believe in communications. You want to be able to rally with your family if your, your city goes into martial law without warning. A city can be shut down in 20 minutes. That, that's a fact. So how are you going to rally if every, all the communications are down? That's why I have a sat phone. And that's why you should have a sat phone for every member of your family. It's not expensive. I pay one-fourth the cost for my cell phone for my sat phone. And it works everywhere and anywhere, and it's untraceable, and they have text capabilities. How do you find out more? Call 855-980-5830. 855-980-5830. Well, we're talking with Tracy South from Indiana in a place near Gary, Indiana. And she took her kids out of the public schools, and we've talked about the reasons why in this perverted program uh, called Social Learning, and it's just uh, so absolutely asinine about asking kids, do your parents touch you in bad places? How many guns do they have? Do they smoke? I mean, just ridiculous nonsense. And we've walked through the process with Tracy about how you get your kids homeschooled. What are the benefits? What do you have to do? So we've walked through some of the mechanics of this. So Tracy, looking ahead and going forward uh, and and sharing your experiences with the audience, what what do you think that they should know about what you have learned from the track you took, quitting perverted public schools that indoctrinate and going your own route? What, what would you leave people with as far as advice? Again, check with your state to see what their requirements are as far as pulling your kids out, whether it's in the middle of school year, you decide to do it tomorrow, or whether you ride out this year and, um, it, you know, start fresh with a, on the first day of school next year. Uh, and that goes for curriculum, what, what exactly you have to teach, Go on the internet. There is a million homeschool programs. You can get secular. There are good secular ones. Ours happens to be from a Christian university. Um, if you're interested in university, I have no, don't forget, you are homeschooling. You are the teacher. You are the school. You are the parent. So I don't agree with all the, you know, theological questions that I might get in a teacher's manual. So you can reword the question, you can skip the question. Um, Know your child. Moms, you've known your child since the day they were born. Nobody them better than you. Find out how they learn and customize. Like my son is not a reader. He is more hands-on. He learns better doing the science experiments and stuff like that. You can customize the homeschooling for, for that too. Um, gosh, you kind of put me on the spot, Dave. Well, no, you're doing, you're doing great. This, my head. <laughs> listen, I'm telling you, the, par- the parents that are sitting there right now in the audience listening to this are saying, this is what I need to hear. I'm finally hearing how you do it. We always hear homeschool, get them out of the perverted schools. 
but they don't know the mechanisms and you're helping them. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and choose what you want to teach your kid. If you want to go history rich, go history rich. If you want to put them in an art class, get them in an art class. If you want to do a theology class, do a theology. I'll tell you what I did. Um, since you know, I couldn't hide the pandemic from them anymore, pulling them out of out of homeschool, and I saw that things were changing. You know, like when Rochelle, New York, was put under uh, quarantine and whatnot. I uh, I created a current events class, and I made my children read an article every single day and just write me a little summary paragraph. Um, unfortunately, I was exposing them to the or it was time to start exposing them to what was going on in the world and their country, and we talked about that and stuff like that. Um, so, yes, teach your kids what they want to know. If Again, if they're interested in foreign language, do it. Um, if this is helpful, I couldn't picture myself in an English class making up a million sentences. So if you're a believer, pull out your Bible. Let the, the you be, you have sentences right there in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. Pick out the nouns and the prepositional phrases from that verse. It it it's so easy. Um, you know, I also I am concerned about you know discipline and structure and stuff like that. So I choose to start at eight o'clock in the morning. Um, I do forty minute classes, which I. I gauge that very similar to the public schools. They're about 40, 50 minutes long. So I set the oven timer. At 8 o'clock, I set the oven timer for 40 minutes, and when the oven timer goes off, we, squish, we switch classes. I'd say it's and time now to that eat. My kids, <laughs> That's great. No, that no, is no, all, no, that, no. <laughs> Tracy, that no, is awesome, to, though. That is awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I hope I can help. Um, <coughs> since my kids are getting a little older, you know, they are getting to that age where they'd be switching classes in public school, I've now made it a rule where they have five minutes to change classes. You know, at 840, I'll say, okay, it's time for math. If they're not in math class in five minutes, I mark them tardy, and I'm going to uh, give a punishment in some way. And going back to the organization, you find little tricks. Like, on, you know, remember, I have two kids. So on Monday morning, I'll start with a spelling pretest at 8 o'clock. And that way, I can, go on, I can go on to another class. I can go on to math with one kid while the other kid is, you know, writing their misspelled spelling words five times or something. That's and great. I'll get the kid in math. They'll get an assignment. So now, okay, they have math and spelling. They can go do that while I have math class with the second kid. And, and that was all just trial and error. I had to, I mean, otherwise I would, again, I would be teaching 12 classes a day. Yes. You know, putting in two school days that a public school teacher would, you know, it, it's difficult. Like that's, I said, that's why they're so far above grade level, though. I mean, that's why you just described the bench Because I'm formula. that disciplined with them? Yes. Exactly. There's no waste well, of time. You. There's there, it's time on task, and that's really one of the critical ingredients of education. I used to write curriculum. I've written courses at the yes. high school, college, and post secondary, postgraduate level, I should say. Um, I, yes. I we just got a couple of minutes, and I wanted to ask you just very quickly: Do your kids play okay. sports, and if so, will they do so in the local school district? No, for a uh, there was nothing in the um, 
in the elementary school. I did have them at one point. They had an art class. Um, what was the name of it? Young Rembrandts, which my my son's quite the little artist. So I had okay. them in that and after school. Um, I that's that's my weak point. Uh, we go to a very small church that doesn't have an Awana program, so I need to get them into something like that for the socialization. Yeah, exactly. But the one thing I do know from state to state is that uh, the schools are required to allow homeschool kids to declare like a high school of interest, and then they can play sports at that high school. Or they can be in a club or the band at that high school. Uh, they may have to attend the band class. But those activities okay. are available. By the way, I thought I would share this with you in the audience. Please. There was a case, and I forget the family's name now, but they uh, had homeschooling outlawed in Germany because they wanted to do the indoctrination thing and have no interference. And so this family left Germany and came to America and started homeschooling. But because they were German citizens, the German courts pursued them into American courts, and they got extradited back to Germany. The kids were taken. The parents went to jail. And I think one thing that this Biden administration is going to try to do, they don't want you to be independent of their system. They don't want you teaching the way America really is. And I really expect them to try to outlaw homeschool before much longer. Yes. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm dreading. I kind of feel like my homeschool days are, are numbered, so kind of make the most of it. Well, yeah, I think I read the rates in California have tripled in the last year. Of course, when you bring in drag queens and talk about oral six to sixth graders, that would drive my kid out of the school, too. (laughs) I wouldn't put up with that for 10 seconds. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking to Tracy South, and I'm sure you guys agree. This was really good. We found out about social-emotional learning. You want nothing to do with it. And then we found out about some of the mechanics of how to get your kids started in homeschooling, and I strongly encourage it. Tracy, you have uh, exceeded my expectations. I want to thank you so much for coming on. It was really, really, really eye-opening, very enlightening. Thanks for joining us. But we're up against the clock. we got to run. But again, thanks so much. Thanks. Take care. Bitcoin sinks below 40000 and the world is celebrating because the most successful investors buy when everyone else is selling, and they sell when everyone else is buying. Because cryptocurrency is a risky investment, you as an investor need a fully secure digital money platform, and that's what we give you with My Digital Money, MDM for short. MDM uses unparalleled military-grade cold storage for your cryptos, which is also fully insured. Because this was created by Colin Plume, CEO of American-based Noble Gold, when you reach customer service, you'll be able to understand what they're telling you english spoken here mdm will help you open and maintain your crypto ira so go to their website mydigitalmoney.com digital currency is a new and very speculative market it is risky no outcome can be predicted with any investment is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors my digitalmoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest you have enough to worry about let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service we at the common sense show have a great tv show we bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in because what once was coming is no longer coming it's already here and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future you can find us at the common sense show.tv commercial free censorship free and we're getting five star ratings on the world's major platforms again check us out today at the common sense show.tv Every knowledgeable person knows 
that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.